Will we get our just desserts or our second fish dinner this week on The Happles Heroes? My sausage pocket is the wet pocket. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. I'm Francesco, and I am your host and DM as we continue this very, what's it's looking like it's going to be a very long story arc. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you had to know. Uh, and heading up this long story arc are uh, my favorite people in the world. Um, the, our, it's, our cast members, and I'm going to introduce them like we do all the time, starting on my left. With Dave as Zero, Valen's Avatar of War. Good evening. Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Is there a haberdasher around here? <laughs> Nicole as Boris the Butcher. Show me your finest wigs. Zach as Pregnart. Feed me a pie. Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. You've got good taste, Pregnart. And John as Lord Jarrell the Light. There's nothing strange about... Uh, stra- or <laughs> There's nothing weird about strangers showing up offering you get well soon stuff, is there? <laughs> Definitely not. Nope. <laughs> normal. Real normal. Um, that's a, yeah. Speaking that's of that, move. that's a do normal. You stuff. use that as a perfect segue. Um, y'all last week actually kind of did some relatively normal stuff. Um, there was some light air surveillance done by uh, Hedrick to kind of get a good lay of the land of like where Ebenezer's mansion is located that you are attempting to surveil. Um, Boris went off and did her own thing because nobody checked up on her. And, well, when she wasn't involved in the plan making, she went off and made her own plan and has gone on her own little mini shopping montage, which it has. Our listeners have pointed out it's been a long time since we've done a montage. So if there's, oh, if there's anything montage worthy, we need to make sure that we uh, remember it's been it has been a while. We have not done a mon- a good solid Taj in a while. How about like Boris's shopping? And it's like. Vogue, Vogue, Vogue. Little uh, <laughs> picture. It's like snapshots, little Polaroids yeah. uh, flash across the screen with little uh, dresses and uh, yep. sunglasses. There's a flower hat, a little bonnet, maybe. She does like one where she's like dressed as a baby with a rattle. And it's like, no, not that one. And then she settles <laughs> on uh, the, the dress that she picked out, which apparently is heavily corseted. That's what we were told. As a dress of olden times would be. All right. Mike, was that you? That I was, was like, good, what that does that sound? That's, that's, that's an interesting sound effect. Uh, well, you know, if we need, like, a, I, if we need a weird I, tink I, like that. Well, uh, I hit my water glass against my coffee mug. <laughs> that was the weirdest sound I've ever heard. And I was like, that, oh, that my was God. the sound of Boris's spine as they cinched up the dress she's chosen to wear. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that couldn't oh, have come at a perfect moment. I guess it's staying in then. Yeah, play the sound again Um, right there. Thanks, Fran. You did it. Amazing. Sounded great. (laughs) Why do you commit me to these things? I could just cut you. I could just, I guess I could just cut you out, but then you'll just find another way to bring it up later. What would be easier? Because that's the thing, right? Whenever I threaten to cut something out, y'all just bring it up again later so that even if I did cut it out, it still (laughs) happened. And then it would make no sense if you heard it later. And we usually go on like a five minute rant about it after. Yes. But But instead of doing that, um, we have a couple things in play. Oh my God. There it is. There's the sound again. (laughs) That's a weird sound. You know what though? If I keep drinking the water though, the sound's going to change. Yep. My God. Lower, deeper. All right, then do it again, and at the end of the episode, we'll have a little composition, like a, a pitch bended and tone shifted and whatever. Yeah, Fran, um, you can do that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, <laughs> just, yeah we will just definitely, definitely of course, definitely, and we should not feel bad at all about committing you to it. <laughs> we will definitely have that at the end of this episode, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway. Anyway, so... Everyone else besides Boris 
had gone to both a florist and a bakery to acquire a blackberry pie and a bouquet of flowers as a sort of get well soon present for someone's child that they've never met before. Um, so that's kind of where we're at now. The, you know, the pie is being made, the literal pie and the proverbial pie is being made as this plan develops. Um, and Boris is now getting her hair did. There was a moment where Pregnart and Boris locked eyes as they ran into each other in the streets because Boris had kind of escaped and done her own thing. And now y'all are doing your own thing again. So what's what's our next move? We can oh. say, I mean, if we want to yada yada for 30 minutes, we can yada yada 30 minutes. And Boris has got her we, hair almost did. We could. And that pie is ready. But that, what else is around here? Just, you know. For curiosity's sake, lots of different kind of. I mean, it's it's it's, it's this is this is a very commercial area. So there's other inns. There are, you know, establishments to eat, to drink. You know, there's outdoor seating areas. There's, um, like, like market stalls for just like you know you're like your your typical like grocers. You have, um, even like you know there's there's less adventuring supplies in this kind of area, right? This is ritzier part, but there's like you know many a like when, it, when I see magic shop, I guess there are a couple around here, like mostly selling like, like you have like an, you have like an alchemist, like slash herbalist, and then you have like someone who sells like, you know, common scrolls. But you would expect that if any magic is being sold, it's probably stuff that is safe for public consumption. Um, yeah. We're also talking about a world where magic was much more common, like the setting went yes. kind of low magic after this place went after down. the event. So Correct. the standards so there are magic be shops. Yes, there are. Mag- there is a magic, specifically a magic shop where they sell like arcane foci, right? Like wands, orbs, like, you know, like supplies for students at the school, even um, that you that they may need to bring in for their classes and, and whatnot, right? Because most people who cast spells require some sort of focus to channel that magical energy through. Um, but in addition to that, they, there's probably scrolls and other things that you could possibly buy, but you're not going to find scrolls for any spells that would cause like destruction. You're probably going to find things that are more practical. You know, like cantrip level type magic is being sold to the like general public who would know how to use it. Do we think it would be prudent to add a note to why we're giving them these presents? Or should we just explain ourselves and leave it well, at I that? I feel like and the hope that- subtext here is that Boris is dressing herself up to be like uh, like an Arisat's student costume. And uh, is that like <laughs> I have no intention Boris, of well, assuming what Boris, Boris is doing. <laughs> you can assume all you want. I, you're, you, there's no way for you to know right, right now. Yeah, let's. I, I would not include Boris's plan street. in our plan. <laughs> Pregnard is going to go into that uh, hair hair ditters and uh, go ask Boris a question. You walk into the hair hair salon, um, Boris. At this point. Like you know, you're, you've 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 been sat down and are in the process of having your hair done. So like, what like what what's the scene he's walking into? And I I came in to go wig shopping, right? Oh. I actually have my my hair done because I want to I want to be in costume and unrecognizable. So like I want it to be you know, and I'm not going to spend four hours having it colored. So like, I see. So I'm you're so at this point you're actually piece. perusing. I see. So yeah. you're perusing for hair pieces. Yes. Um, so that's what pregnant you walk in seeing you know Boris is. You know, looking through some wigs, through some, you know, maybe some even some headwear, possibly. Um, in addition to that, and yeah, you're just shopping around. But Boris isn't looking through. You walk in and you see that Boris is sitting in a chair and she's having her nails filed by somebody. And you see a girl that's clutching a gold ingot, scurrying around, throwing a bunch of wigs onto her arm. <laughs> there you go. Amazing. That's that's what you see. Um, Boris. Uh, and I say this in sort of a hushed tone. Uh, what what is what is your plan from here? Boris leans in and in the same hushed level of tone says, "Pedicure." <laughs> we're we're getting together sort of a a, a a present so we can get in with with uh, Ebenezer. In the in the in the family maybe, and um, uh, 
Yeah, maybe you would be uh, uh, instrumental in presenting it. You're look now normal. Morris looks down at herself in like this ridiculous, as she's going to describe it, gown, and now has like a hairpiece on her head that's like these giant, almost like judge-style ringlets, except brown, because I guess that's an in thing for girls of the time I'm going with now. Um, and just looks back at Pregnart and says, normal. <laughs> Pregnart gestures. Uh, what, what was the phrase? <laughs> He, uh, oh fuck! I don't know. He he gestures around with his hands and he says, "Well, normal considering." Boris shrugs and you know stands up from the chair, foregoing her pedicure, I guess, and choosing to go with the brown curls. Okay, okay. Any uh, any headwear or just the just the wig? Yeah, uh, just just the wig. That seems well, like you enough. You don't have to forego your pedicure. I think we've got like 20 minutes left from, on the pie. Ah, the speed pedicure service then. How? Oh, how long do pedicures take? I feel like way more, I feel like more than 20 minutes. Probably I more than like 20 you, minutes. I've, I, 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 I had one pedicure in my life and I do not remember how long it took because I was too busy focused on why my feet were so fucking ticklish. Fair enough. Boris plops herself back into the chair and just shoves her foot directly in the face of the girl that was just filing her nails either way. I'm just, okay, so. I mean, you're I paying, so they're 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 happy <laughs> to help because you've given them way more than they usually get for this type of service. So yeah, like, whatever you need. Boris has decided um, that the standard fee for everything in olden days is one gold ingot. Um, so Pregnard says, Boris, just just meet us at the at the bakery across the street when you're done. And then on his way out, he um, uh, has a, a side note to the uh, the proprietor, and he said, "Make it good and to make it fast." And he tips them a, a little sausage. He, he, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You tipped him a sausage? Did you just say? Oh yes. Cool. Okay, so you drop like <laughs> you do like this 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 like you just like. <laughs> Like they did this, like you know, like slap of a sound, they, like you know, as the this wet sausage hits the counter. Um, no, I sort of like uh, sneakily <laughs> slide it across the counter and wink. Why did it have to be wet? <laughs> because everything he touches is slimy. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> and especially the sausages so he's the, been storing so it's not on the his person. Sausage that's wet. The sausage is slimy because he touched it. Right. There's like a okay. slime trail behind it well, on the also, counter. My sausage pocket is the wet pocket and I have, <laughs> I, what, I, I have the dry did, pocket and I have the wet pocket and the sausages and are definitely in the wet pocket to keep them. Nice. What are they, what are they marinated in? Uh, I'm going to say they're pickled. Ew. Pickled sausage. Pickled sausage. I'm, I'm still stuck on the term sausage pocket. So <laughs> okay, let's move on. It's wet sausage. Not only is it a sausage pocket. pocket, but it's also got like, it's literally a pocket of vinegar. Oh yeah, that's, that's great. Disgusting. I smell really good. That's part of the bouquet. They you're all, nose blind at this point, all of you. Pregnard. Yeah, as I say, you're you're probably all nose blind to Pregnard at this point. So like, it's less intense for you than it is for anyone else that encounters him. <laughs> um, There's only one or two bins I have to filter out. Really, you slide a wet, slimy sausage across the counter to the person, and they just kind of like look at it and kind of like do like the like the like like, like, shrink back from it. I wink Uh with a knowing nod. Go right back to working with Boris because she's the one who's paying the actual currency here. I walk out of that salon, wig shop, mani pedi shop with a uh, little spring in my step because I feel like pretty well accomplished. <laughs> sure. Uh, we got, so yeah, anyways, 20 minutes to kill. Anyone else doing anything interesting before we uh, fast forward through time a little bit? Um, Pl- I promise there's plenty of time left before everything just completely is obliterated from right. existence. Um, I would like to stop into the magic shop. Drick will accompany Wow, I'm getting so much mileage from the name bucket right now, and I forgot to give credit to Tuna Zone for the 
for the shop last week. So thank you to Nizone on our Discord for uh, that submission. Let's see, magic shop. Let's get a good, uh, we got so many of these, come on. Hey, Zero, what do you think would happen if we went to a temple of Moradin? You think that would have any effect on you now? It's a great question. I'll ask him next time he's up for it. I have a tenuous grasp on what's happening in the general with you and 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 Felix and several other of our members at the moment. So any input is good input at this point. Um, we'll schedule some time and we can make, you know, we can go to the temple, you know, head in and out about, you know, good 30, 45 times and see see what happens. Um I'm sure if we document each, uh, per attempt, we'll have a great data set. That sounds good. I'm, I'm just trying to make the most of these loops, right? The magic Absolutely. shop is um, appropriate. It's, 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 it's just labeled as uh, Jarvin's uh, General Magical Goods. Jarvin is spelled J-H-A-R-V-I-N. Um, and the you can see that the you know in, in, if you walk in the shop the, the shelves are mostly lined with like wands and boxes and other like arcane like you know like like crystal balls and orbs and um, like like circlets and other things you know and, and, you know many different arcane foci are, be, are are just being displayed on the shelves themselves that are available to peruse through and like pick out and bring to the counter um, and then behind the counter, there is a list of like scrolls that are available. Um, and it says all scrolls are prepared upon request. Fantastic. Um, so I go to the counter. Yep. The proprietor is a, looks like a human man, um, short, uh, brown hair looks to be, you know, kind of going a little bit gray, maybe a man in his like early forties. Um, simple clothing doesn't really look to be dressed like any sort of like you know super powerful wizard or something like you know like the eccentric magical garb you've seen worn by some of the sort of faculty for example from the tower but it said nope just simple clothing seems very you know he speaks very calmly quietly and just seems like a very reserved sort of humble person and he says ah welcome to my store how can I help you today I'm here to buy a gift for a friend. <laughs> what a callback. Uh, what a callback. Um, what? Oh, what kind of gift are we looking to purchase here? You know, They tend to like is- um, impactful reading material. I'm wondering, um, may I peruse the menu for uh, what scrolls you have on, uh, on order? Uh, mostly mundane spells, defensive spells, um, just typical service and, 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 and utility spells like uh, Unseen Servant, for example, for those who need a little extra hand. Um, but those are, you know, I mean, it depends on your magical ability, and I, I, I would need to see some form of licensing or credentials for any spells that are beyond just your typical useful cantrips like prestidigitation or things like that you know that's precisely the sort of thing i'm looking for uh just cantrips um actually uh putting together a bouquet of basic cantrips might not be the worst thing to have around how about um what's uh what what's the cost for um say prestidigitation a uh thaumaturgy Thaumaturgy is beyond my area of expertise, but uh, light I can produce. Yeah, prestidigitation for sure. Thaumaturgy is reserved for those who are more of the divine magics, and that is not what I am familiar with or practice. Ah, uh, well, we'll leave uh, leave that to others then. Um, yeah, actually, just how much is uh, like a scroll of uh, prestidigitation, for example? Just a single scroll of prestidigitation? Oh uh, yeah, I was I was looking to probably get about five of them. Twenty-five gold per scroll. Fantastic. I'm certain I've got something that would pass uh, even in this place uh, for twenty-five just gold, right? Nudge Jarrell. <laughs> well, no, I carry my own gold supply. I, I'm just I'm, I'm I'm 
joking about how Pregnard yeah. had him pay for the last thing. Um, yeah, I, I think you have you have gold on your person from another time. Yeah, but that's the thing about uh, coins and gold pieces is some of them are minted, you know, older than others. Mm-hmm. You can probably pick through a few that would at least help. But yeah, I'm sure. Don't forget, the landscape of the world dramatically changed, but if it's gold, it's gold, and most people aren't going to look two ways about it. So yeah, he I'm doesn't seem to do a couple of older, more tarnished gold coins, and you know. Yeah, he does a quick, you know, like bite out of one of them just to make sure that you're giving him like real shit, and then um, yeah, he'll happily exchange twenty five gold for a scroll of press digitation. All right, so if it's twenty five per, then it winds up being uh, one twenty five since I'm buying five of them. Buying five of just press digitation. Yeah. Um, any other? Okay. Um. Yeah, unless there's uh, like other standouts. I mean, uh, light. Really, yeah, a couple of lights while I'm at it too. Then magic shopping montage. Um, <laughs> as far as any other mundane cantrips that would possibly be available, um, I would say thinking of ones that would be allowed to actually like you know be sold. Uh, mending actually. Is another one. Shit, mending is actually super useful. Allows you to, you know, repair a single break or tear in a non-magical object you touch. It's always helped it can, me out. Yeah, I'm sorry. It can re- it can re- it could physically repair a magic item or construct, but cannot restore magic to any such an object. Um, I would say that those would be the most the most common sort of mundane type of cantrips that would be sold in like a shop yeah even even just having a few prestidigitation can be crazy powerful if you use them in the right spot Mm -hmm. um but yes so you you procure i guess like how many of each scroll do you do you get um like five prestidigitation five mending two light okay Cool. Um, I, will, I mean, you have. I, we, I think at this point we've established you guys have a lot of money and have had have. Yeah, I have a large a amount of, of gold, years. and if I have to swallow the fish, I can't take any of this with me anyway. Or it's or or whatever you brought with you will be back in your possession, I guess, right? Yeah. So it's 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 yeah one of those things where yeah sure yeah you're able to procure those scrolls. Fantastic. Uh, will that be all still. for you, uh, good good sir? Absolutely. Thank you. You have a wonderful and magical day. You as well. And Zero leaves the uh, uh, leaves and figures that's killed enough time that uh, a pie. Has oh yeah, we're pretty much close to pie time, so it, it, we'll just it's pie time. Nicole or um, Boris has uh, exited the uh, wig shop slash select nail salon slash many petty place and. Uh, has, uh, I guess, we did, are you in full disguise now, or do you just like have whatever wig you picked out and um, like it's still just in your possession but not on? Uh, you're muted. Oris is in full disguise now, so like in her dress with her hair done up and she's got like lipstick on or like, you know appropriate amount of makeup in the era for a 13 year old girl i guess so not like a fully done thing but like some like lip coloring on and like a little like sure. cheek flush thing you know a little bit of can a I, little bit of schnazzing up can i just make note of how totally extra the the pedicure was because are you wearing open-toed shoes first of all i mean you wouldn't even be able to see because i described this dress as like giant and full of petticoats right so. and no you matter don't what, know w- this this pedicure is going to be undone in 24 hours like maximum so yeah. i the pedicure wow nice touch love it just wanted to give you a little golf clap for that extra move <laughs> the the emotional part of a pedicure is never undone <laughs> exactly <laughs> um but yeah so boris is fully decked out uh and I guess contacts or something she wouldn't have been able to pick up, right? Like that that doesn't seem like No. An olden times in No, that is beyond what is available now. I mean, you can have I'm sure people can use magic to help you adjust your sight. There's like probably like magic eye surgery. If you look hard hard enough. Yeah, no, <laughs> Boris's eyes still look like Boris's eyes, but otherwise she's in pretty good costume and she's already going to be like inside the bakery. 
not having been told specifically what bakery they were at, but Pregnart did mention they were waiting for a pie, so she assumes and goes into the nearest bakery. Yep, uh, by the time the pie is ready, Pregnart, Maven is not the one who hands it to you. It's okay. another dwarf. Yes. Um, Pregnart elbows Jarell. Jarell will pay for the pie. Um, yeah, it's, it's 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 not very expensive. A few silver, maybe. Did Maven leave? Uh, who's Maven? All right then. <laughs> Jarell will just leave it at that. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> do the wait sorry this is gonna need more explanation wait do you guys <laughs> does everybody know each other who works here yeah we're a bunch of dwarves and we're all family here this maven, is, maven my, name is, this my name is my name is jork and that's my brother bork and my cousin snork Pork? <laughs> Um, Maven sold us this pie. Is uh, do you not know this person? No, I just got an order for a pie. I, 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 we made the pie. I think that maybe Snork took your order. I don't know. Snork, did you take this little man's order? I don't know. We get so many customers. I don't even think about it. Snork, do you know Maven? Who are you talking? Who's Maven? Can I make like an insight check about what sure. the fuck is going on here? I, I guess so, sure. Alright, that's <laughs> a 10. I mean, I don't know, like, these dwarves, they definitely look like, you know, they're related, they look similar to each other, but, like, you're not sure if they actually look that familiar, but at the same time, now you're starting to have your own doubts. Especially because you, you never actually met Maven, right? Like, like Pregnard has never actually met Maven the Baker. Are, so you would have are no these idea. the same dwarves that were working in here with the exception of Maven? I don't know. Make me a history check. You weren't really paying attention before. 17. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. They're still like, I mean, after you pay for the pie, they go right back and they're they're making other orders. There's other people coming in. There's You can see there's like a like a line of like tickets up on the, like the wall in the back too and like you know they're checking on different pies. Smells you can you get a lot of different smells from that from the back there too. There's some sweet. There's some savory. There's even you know something. You know, someone's making a fish pie too. Um, Jarrell will use divine sense. <laughs> Here you're just gonna okay sure yeah yep. no there there are no celestial fiends fey undead consecrated or desecrated within sixty feet of you. Okay. No desecrated fish pies. <laughs> nope. Is Fran just fucking with us to get back at us? <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> Was that an or, or is it just mutually <laughs> inclusive of whatever else yeah. is also going on? Because yes. I just assume it. Yeah, exactly. You have a pie, and you have flowers. Fuck you, Fran. <laughs> <laughs> Why you do this to my brain? <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, you, you asked. I just gave you an answer. What did I ask? So, wait, wait. Um, Just, um, was that red herring flavored fish pie? You have no idea, man. That sits in the fucking oven. Are <laughs> you going to go back and open the oven and test and find the fish pie and eat it and see like what was it, what it was made of? Like I don't know, man. Can you even tell the difference between red herring and regular herring? <laughs> I don't know, but as long as I have the goldfish, I can do it consequence free. Right. <laughs> is that how? Is that just how we're living our lives these days? As that is really your fish? crutch. That is, <laughs> that is like that is your ultimate crutch. <laughs> it has empowered us, especially in this scenario, to live like there's no tomorrow. Yes, because as it turns out, there's literally no two days from now. Right. At least have, not for here. Has Boris rejoined the group? Yeah, she's with you guys. She's technically not with everybody. She is sitting in the bakery. Okay. Yeah. Pregnant <laughs> recognizes her because he saw the clothes she was picking out and the wig and everything like that, so he knows it's her. 
do we need to make checks to like recognize her and like feel like a plan is happening and we need to know do about you, it? Do you, feel free do to try. Feel like you, so I, I say, just do you feel like you I need to. The, I just take the pie off the counter and bring it over to Boris and I sort of let's let's have a, a min, mini meeting inside the bakery here. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Bakery meeting montage. Ooh, yeah. It's not really a montage. We're about to actually have the meeting. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was a montage of each of us walking over to yeah. <laughs> walk it to the table montage. Actually, um, not even table. There's just Forrest benches. stops at the counter and grabs like a, a, a hot chocolate and like a muffin since we're going to be sitting down. Sure. <laughs> yep. One of the, yeah, you're, you're hey. easily able to do that in some of the bakery case right there. Arriving at the table, uh, the first thing Zero does is turn to Pregnart and ask, oh, is this uh, someone you've hired for their scheme? No, this is a good, close friend of mine. And he sort of like has his hand over his mouth and is giggling to himself. (laughs) (laughs) Judging by the height and build of the person in front of you. (laughs) Right. Now, <laughs> Boris's face is not changed. Do we have to roll to determine it? Yeah, I mean, I, well, I mean, it's been changed a little bit in that she's wearing makeup, but. Yeah, but that's not like. Completely. It's like a Clark Kent Superman situation we got going on here. Right. <laughs> Concealer <laughs> isn't actually concealing her face. It's just, you know. Well, everybody at the table is staring at her. She just pops a bubble. Yeah. There you go. There's, oh, your, there's, right. there's your calling card. I mean, she is wearing <laughs> lipstick. All right, so here is my plan. Let's say that Boris makes pretend she is a friend of Ebenezer's son, and she wants to give him a a present, to a get well present, because she heard he is hurt, and um, then maybe some of us will be um, there and we can um, maybe have a look around uh, the house. It's I not was the just going to stab Ebenezer, but this will get my dress less dirty. You had to get all done up to stab him. Well, I had to get all done up to get into his house to stab him. I... <laughs> um... Jarrell's not super comfortable bringing Boris into this man's house if her intention is straight up to stab him. <laughs> well, I mean, it was the first plan she came up with, but she's also cool with the alternate suggestion of bribery. All right, let's make one rule. Um, no bodily harm on this visit. Maybe tomorrow. All things considered, it is a fairly tactically sound plan as long as we limit the number of people trying to enter the residence. Correct. How, how do we explain all of us going with her? Do we all, do half of us stay here while the other half goes? Uh, I feel like that would be best. Maybe Jara and Quinn could be guardians. I'm good for a distraction. I feel like I should stay out of this. <laughs> Zero looks at Pregnart, looks at himself, looks at Pregnart, looks at himself. What, you think we'd be too incon- too conspicuous? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Perhaps. So, what, uh, Zero, Hedrick, and Pregnart are the cavalry, pretty much, if everything goes wrong? Well, I think that maybe Hedrick can come along and uh, Quinn and Hedrick could be part of the present and maybe perform a thing. Well, now you're talking. I mean, I'm always looking for a new audience. Quinn's not famous here. Yeah, his name is infamous. But Yeah, apparently. Right. <clears throat> um, so... Just I don't I, I don't really perform 
I I write and I flirt. <laughs> I roll. You can recite some poetry with uh, with uh, Hedrick <laughs> playing music. It'd be nice for a little heart boy. Well, Captain, you definitely have a flair for visuals. I mean, your work oh. with the people mover behind the airship. That was just the ribbons, everything, the pageantry. I loved every minute of it. I'd be happy if you would join me at least as a... It always you know. makes me so happy that you are such a fan. So just, guys, let me get this straight. Your plan for me right now is to go in there, talk to Ebenezer, tell him that I'm a friend of his son's who I'm going to refer to as Little Hurt Boy... And I'm bringing a bard and a ribbon twirler. <laughs> Wait, yeah, this this sounds. Well, like when a you great say plan. it like that, it sounds stupid. <laughs> that sounds really good. <laughs> that sounds like a great plan. More than a ribbon twirler. <laughs> the Quinn is so crestfallen that you just referred to him as a ribbon twirler. <laughs> I could hear the sadness in your voice when you said that. <laughs> Quinn, Quinn, if anybody can tell a tale, it's you. And I know you have spread your word far and wide. I am sure you can promote the hell out of this thing if you want to get somebody's attention. That's why you're a worthwhile companion. We are going to put on the best thing we can do if that's what it takes. I agree. I really want this to happen. I feel like this is. This I feel like it's an episode of my two dads. That's what we're going into. Understand right what now. the plan is. At my all. three dads. <laughs> Pregnart. Pregnart. Yeah. Make me a quick perception check. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, that's a nat twenty. Nice. That's beautiful. I really. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that, that was the result. Out of the corner of your eye, you see in the back of this bakery, Maven the Baker, that, that dwarf that cast you out earlier, grabbing a pie. You see his he he, he sees that you see him, right? Because your eye, you know, your eyes are like kind of like on the top slash sides of your head, so like your eyeball just like kind yes. of like turns to like see him. I'm giving um, him a nat twenty blank stare. And he and he just kinda gets like all wide eyed. He like has the pie in his hands, he like quickly boxes it up and he just bolts out the back of the um uh, the, the bakery. Um, I quickly say, all right, guys, I think we're on hot pursuit. Maven's back there. I think something's fucked up is going on. <laughs> I don't know what that word was, but pursuit. I was nervous about it. It's Aquan. <laughs> <laughs> when Pregnart's excited, he, he just kind of slips in and out of Aquan, you know? And I, um, with the pie in my hand, uh, am in now literally hot pursuit of Maven. But when you say hot pursuit, what path are you taking to I, well, go into pursuit? I rolled an at 20, so I figured that I saw he slipped out the back door, mm -hmm. which was on what side of the building? The back of the building. Okay. Well, is it directly <laughs> centered on the back wall? Yeah, like you can see, you can see the exit through. Like if you like look straight through like the back area, like like mm -hmm. beyond the counter, and it's like where they're baking stuff. Yes, you can see the back door. All right, so it's directly centered on the back wall for some reason. That's weird. Um, and <laughs> for cinematic purposes, you know, the camera angle has to frame it up perfectly so you can see everything. Uh, so I pop out the front door and run to the right side of the building. And okay. Is there an alleyway on either there side? There is not on either side. No, there must be. There, it, it must be uh, around, or like you know, there must be another access point because from the front you can't actually access the back um, directly around, right? Because these buildings are kind of in a part of like a strip. Okay, how long is the strip? Um, I mean, it's not. I mean, you'd you'd be able to run around and try to see if there's an alley on either side. It's not like a. It's like you're kind of like at almost like a corner, like of like one of the streets. So like you can like walk around one way, or there's a plaza to the other side that's kind of like that you might be able to like follow around, and there might be an alley somewhere over there. All right. If I were really rely, if I were to rely on insight, which way would I go? Um, I don't know. What are you rolling for your insight? That's like a fifty-fifty. Hmm. Uh, twelve. 
your gut is telling you to go to the corner. Okay, the I'm street, going to the corner. Opposite of the plaza. Daryl's following um, you. Yeah, you can see that, you know... Oh, go ahead, Patrick, give your finger up. Would I have a response time after Pregnart announced to us? Says, we're in hot pursuit, and he hops yeah. up from his fucking seat. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, with the pie, yes. Wait, who has the flowers? I'm going to say Quinn You does. do. Yeah, oh. I'll say Quinn does. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Quinn has the flowers now. I just want to know if I would pick up on who he is pursuing and, and... You would have no idea who he's pursuing. Nope, he just says, we are in hot pursuit. He's the one who noticed it. And it's based on where He was sitting at the table, <laughs> and it's Pregnart. Um, would I, in this moment, be able to shout to him, like, where did he go? Yeah, probably. I mean, it depends. It's his, it's his choice whether he chooses to listen or just continue his hot pursuit. But yes, so he's like a, he's bolting out the door and he's like looking to his right as he's about to start running that way. Ragnar, where is he headed? I think he went out to the back door. I'm heading to the corner to see where he might go. Hedrick wants to dimension door to the back of the building. Yeah, I mean, you can if you were to stand and like look across the counter, you can see where it is. So you would be able to do that. But again, you're so you're about to cast what is a fifth level spell to essentially teleport yourself to <laughs> the other side of the bakery, to the back of the bakery. <laughs> this is fourth great. level spell. Excuse me. OK, you're, and you're about spell. to just practice this magic right here, right here in the bakery. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you want me to sing the song. <laughs> he does sure he, he does give me the abridged version you're in you're in a bit of a rush here so yeah one second my goodness there's so many but i'm never gonna say no to a hedrick song come on well i've already done this one but uh so yeah just give us see. like a verse or something like that just to kind of you know call it back okay nice and quick no longer shall I stand where I once stood, for to stay one one place is never good. I call the dimension door, and with a word I say, take me to a place of my choosing, 500 feet away. And I <laughs> try to land in the back of the building. Yeah, I mean, you're now, yeah, I mean, you're in now in the alley yeah. in the back. Um, Can I spot there is, anybody there is a There is a, there is a cloud of dust and a pie box on the floor, or on the ground. I pick up that pie. Uh-huh. And, like, could I do a survival? Are there any footprints? Are there anything to direct, yes. like, which way he's gone? Yes, he's gone um, almost, like, in the... There is... there's So this is almost like an alley street. Um, like, a lot of the rear access for a lot of the storefronts are here. Okay. Um, it, it goes in both directions. One side, um, the one that would be heading towards in the direction of like where the main plaza area is, where like all the outdoor seating and just general like common area, outdoor common areas are. Um, it does not a direct path to that. It does kind of curve off. Um, there's like a, the backs of other buildings there, and it curves off to the left. And then to the other side, you see um, uh, street access um, to the other side of like you know like where like that inter- like, where like the corner was of where these buildings are. And Pregnard, you know, moments later comes scurrying around um, the side and you see him coming in from the street. Um, but you can see that there's definitely like someone someone left in a hurry, dropped you know, dropped the pie that they were carrying, possibly, yeah. and uh, has t- taken off around the corner. Yeah. He went this way. I see the tracks. Who are you saying this to? You, the pregnant, who you, well, yeah, where yes. am I? you I'm, I I'm saying, I'm, I, I, I just, I, yeah, I just said, like, you were, you oh, okay. are now just scooting around the corner in, okay. in hot pursuit, and you see Hedrick's already standing there. All right, uh, let's go. There's some, there, as I say, and there's some shouting now coming from inside the bakery because you just like cast a spell in the middle of their lobby. Um, those of you who did <laughs> not. Uh, go into hot pursuit. You can now, you now see, you know, a bunch of the doors who came out from the back being like, do you know the guy who just cast that spell in here? Which would be Zero and Boris and Jarrell and Quinn. Oh, no, Jarrell's was, was definitely a pregnant. Uh, Zero and <laughs> Boris and Quinn. <laughs> just looks up at them with big, wide, innocent eyes and says, no, sir, I was just sitting here eating my cupcake and daintily sips her hot chocolate. Are they bothering you, young lady? No, they're my guards. Referring to the other. And you, 
And you mean Mithira to tell me you didn't know the person, the people you were just sitting with? No, that guy just, he sat down and then disappeared. I, I didn't know. Everybody else was my guard. Make me make me a deception check, Boris. <laughs> Unless wait, is this one of your proficient skills where like you can you can like roll like like no less than a twenty-three or some shit? Oh, it's deception. Um yeah. yes. Yeah. Okay, never mind. He never, never fucking mind. He believes you. Uh, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, the lowest I could roll with deception would be a sixteen. Oh, okay. In that case, make me the check. 23. Okay. Yeah, he believes you. <laughs> uh, well, you know, that's, a, that's illegal. Uh, we gotta call the guards. We gotta call the guards. And, and you see, like, one of the dwarves, like, run out the front. Like, guards, guards, unsolicited magic use. We have a, we have a rogue mage on the loose. Now the call has gone out to the guards. You can hear some whistles being blown. As um, and and like the the the, the clomping of boots. Um, meanwhile, those of you in hot pursuit, Hedrick and Jarrell and Pregnart, you know, continue around the corner where Hedrick believes the dwarf had run off to, but you see no one. Hedrick's gonna polymorph into a sparrow again and try to get the aerial view and see if he can catch anybody running. Um, yes, you are, and you as you are going to start casting the spell, you suddenly feel it fizzle in your hand, and then suddenly your hands lock themselves together. Uh oh! Did I expand? Uh, did I expand and the, the same spell slot? And sh uh, yes, and shortly thereafter, um, the same happens to the uh, wrists of Jarrell and Pregnart. Do I drop the pie? Yes. Yeah, I drop my. Oh pie. no! I can't like roll slide ahead for that. Come on. That's no, this is magic. That well, here. How, how about this? How about this? All three of you, please make me a Constitution save. Or no, no, no. This is actually going to be an Intelligence saving throw. Ooh. You can all add plus three to that. Technically, yes, you can. Fourteen. Hold on. There's something else I do here. Oh wait, no. Sorry. Oops. Plus. Wait, you said plus three to that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a ten. Nine. A ten, a nine, and Jarrell? Is this a spell? Uh-huh. I have advantage on spells, and I think my party does too because of the Holy Avenger as long as they're within ten feet of me. Is it any spell? It says against on checks against spells. That's okay. one of the perks of my Holy Avenger. Well, in that case, uh, let's see that advantage. Much better. Uh, ten. <laughs> I'm sticking with my original roll of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Jarrell? I have a 19. Okay. Um, all of you fail. DC was 20. Wow. Um, and yeah, your oh, wrist. Wait, 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 no, wrists... That's my straight roll. My intelligence is probably oh. zero. No, it's zero. It's Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, it was 19. Hooray. Oh, music to my ears, Terrell. Thank you. Um, so, yes, your wrists all like are locked together almost as if they're being bound by some sort of invisible force, like invisible handcuffs. Um, you drop the pie. Um, it's in a box, so you're hoping that it's mostly intact still. You can't really see the damage right now. You know, the, the, the lid kind of pops open a little bit, but not enough for you to look inside. Um, and you can see down the alley there are a number of armored guards, one of, uh, and you can see two of them actually have uh, are wearing robes instead of armor and have wands, and one of them is you know pointing their wand at, at the three of you um, as they as they sort of slowly approach and they say, "On your knees." Uh, Jarrell, not knowing that Hedrick dropped or used magic. Or what? What? what like he, I think he would understand if he had known that Hedrick used Dimension Door to move uh, twenty. You feet. did. You heard him sing the fucking song. I was chasing Pregnant. Oh, you were. That's true. Actually, <laughs> no, you did not hear it. Oh, that's funny as fuck. So Gerald, having it. no idea what's going on, just kind of complies, but like still doesn't really know what the fuck's going on. Everybody else, I'm assuming complying with the yes. order to get on your knees. Okay. Yeah, I am. Yeah, and it's, I mean, 
Hedrick split away from the party, he was starting to like go down the alley, so for whatever okay. reason, he is frozen. Alright, so they, they approach you now, and they say, Okay, there's a rogue mage among us. Which which one of you cast the spell? Which you spell? You do this the easy way or the hard way? We had reports of a rogue mage on the loose. And the dwarves, the kind dwarves in this bakery pointed us in your direction. And here we are. Seems, to, you know, I could, I could tell something's going on back here. I can obviously see that you're running from something. I think it was that guy who ran out of the pie shop. His name is Maven. One time, one, and, at, at once, in moment, he was in the pie shop, and the next moment, he was gone. All mysterious lack. He was running <laughs> so fast. Roll, roll me a deception check, Pregnart. Can I give him advantage and, and help him? Sure. To say, yeah. like, I've never yeah, seen yeah, anything you're... like it before. Yeah, sure, it yeah, was annoyingly inexplicable. And, and no... <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, you're giving me advantage on that? Yeah. Uh-huh. On deception. Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Um But what then then what are you doing back here? It seems very fishy. He so does a pie, and then he said he wasn't working there. And then nobody knew who he was. And then he picked up a pie and he walked out the back door and apparently cast some crazy spell. Okay, just a moment. We're just going to have to corroborate your story with the uh, uh, other witnesses. Um, just bit, uh, just wait here. Uh, they can leave like, you know, contingent with you, but a couple, like one of the guys, uh, two, of the, two of the guards and one of the uh, guys with the wand walks inside the bakery. Um, are you... Are the three of you, Boris, Quinn, and Zero, still in the bakery sitting at the table? Of course we are. Yes. Someone just gave me plausible deniability. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Um, so these, these guys walk in, and they walk up. Uh, you there, uh, madam and uh, entourage. Um, I... Yes. Entourage. I fucking knew it. Wait. I knew I'd get him with it. I knew what I'd get him with it. Become someone else's entourage. I Boris knew I'd get him with it. Batting her eyelashes. And Boris oh. is being referred to I as will not stand for it. Um. Okay. Excuse, excuse me. I, I, did you happen to see um, a rogue mage come through here and someone cast a spell in the middle of the store? Oh, yes, it was very dramatic. Uh, did you happen to know what they looked like? Uh, he was he was a short little man, and then a bunch of us, uh, a bunch of people went chasing after him afterwards. He had a pie. Yes, because you just described pregnant. Um, was this was this <laughs> I went to was this a dwarf? Um, okay, okay, that helps. Uh, could you, uh, and 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 did the incident happen right here? Do you know what's what's uh, I, for, you know, I don't mean to assume, but do you know what spell might have been cast? Um, did, did, did you see either? You just saw that he w- was suddenly here and then suddenly not here? He was suddenly here and then he was suddenly there and then they went chasing. Why did. Who, who went chasing and why? The frogman. The frogman went chasing after the rogue mage? Because there was a pie. Boris bats her eyelashes again a... aggressively and sips her hot chocolate. <laughs> Thank you, madam, for your assistance. And he just... Yep. The whole again, time you know, she's like... been speaking, Zero has been emitting a very, very low frequency, almost like growl, like just looking every bit the intimidating like bodyguard. <laughs> like, what about Quinn? Uh, it never it's, stops. Because like, he's, he's, Quinn is like frowning in person. He's fermenting. Like he's just yeah, so fermenting. annoyed. <laughs> yeah, that like even in his garb, even in his like the fact that people don't know who he is here is just not making him feel good. So Quinn's full-blown pouting, basically. Yeah, he's pouting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I knew I'd get him with it. Oh, that makes me. Oh, mm, mm, mm-hmm. I know. I just. Mm, yep, love it. Okay. <laughs> um. And so, the after a few moments, you see the, you know, the some of the guards, you know, and and, and whatnot come back to the alley, 
And, you know, one of them weighs his wand again and releases your restraints and says, okay. Apologies for the, uh... You can barely get that out of your mouth. <laughs> restraints? No, the apologies. Oh, sorry. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could barely get that out of my mouth. That's for sure. Didn't want to apologize. Um... <laughs> Can you help me by identifying the man you were chasing? And I guess help just help me understand why you decided to take it upon yourselves instead of calling the guards to assist with, you know, handling this rogue mage problem. We can spot shifty behavior from a hundred million miles away. And that guy, his name, he said, was Maven. And he looked very suspicious. I gave him a very, very keenly honed blank stare. And with that, I decided he was very suspicious and he d ducked out of pie shop. And I wanted to chase him because I want to get to the bottom of this very annoying mystery. And the other two of you are just along for the ride. Are you this, are you the, 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 the charges of this little frog person that I've never seen anything like before in my life? This is the first uh, Jarrell is aware of who we were chasing and or why. So he's still kind of just looking around and shrugs and I suppose. You suppose. Okay, listen, let me just remind you. Vigilante justice has no place in Ool. You will... Any and all matters of security are to be reported directly to the city guard, and we will handle the investigation. Is that understood? Yes. Yes, officer. Okay, now get out of my face. Do, do, we, pick um, up, do we pick up the pie? Pregnart, <laughs> Pregnart, Pregnart checks his pie. Um, some of the crust has cracked. All right, Pregnart calls after him and says, You also ruined my pie. Are you going to uh, do anything about that? Murdered oh over a God. pie. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah. No, the guards aren't so petty. Uh, they, don't, they, they, they don't even address your question um, and just walk away. Pregnant checks the other pie. Mm -hmm. uh, as soon as you open up, you get a massive waft of fish. Oh, man. He was going to smash it out of anger. Uh, can I do a medicine check to see if it's... A medicine okay. check? <laughs> <laughs> to see if it's, like, poisoned or something? That would be a nature check or a survival check, maybe, even. All right. I, can also, I can also detect poison. All right, yeah. It takes me 10 minutes. Yeah, let's cast more spells in the street. No, it, 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 just, it just takes me 10 minutes to do the ritual. <laughs> sure, let's spend 10 minutes casting a spell in the in street. In this alleyway right. next to a fish. In this alleyway. Pregnant just, just stacks the pies and mopes. Okay, you have both pies now. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, what do we do now? I'm so confused. Does the box of the fish pie have anything written on it? Um, yeah, if you take a look, it, it definitely is labeled as a red herring pie. <laughs> God damn it. It doesn't say who it was going to, does it? The red herring? <laughs> nope. Fantastic. Hey, I was just thinking, what if we reported to the city guard that somebody's trying to put a hit out on Ebenezer? I feel like that would lead them directly back to us, considering that Boris <laughs> is <laughs> already announced that she wants to murder this man. <laughs> but I'm just saying, they could surveil us all they want. We're not the ones who are going to be doing it. Needless to you, say, you say that. Prime and I'm sure that you believe it. I don't know that we can say with any certainty that we aren't going to be the ones that kill Ebenezer. <laughs> Oh, I am having so much fun with this. My, my intuition tells me the more eyes on the situation we have, the more allies we could possibly gain. I mean, needless to say, we need information. We need 
more than just local information. We need in-depth information. In fact, the matter is there's only one person that we know is a key integral part of everything. Jarrell points back to the tower. Anything that's going to happen regarding the destruction of the city is probably going to happen pretty high up in the top of that tower. Unless you think these local gods are going to be up there snooping around, which doesn't seem like they wanted anyone doing that except themselves. I don't know what, what headway. If anything, you're going to put more security on Ebenezer to gain us less insight into what's going on. I'm just saying, the more information we get, then we eat the fish, we go back to start. <laughs> as much as I love law and justice, I know that they will not share information with us. One thing's for sure, we need another pie. We certainly uh, do, Pregnot. We certainly do. And I think that's a great place to call <laughs> this episode of the Hapless Heroes Podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. And I thought you were actually going to do some stuff this episode. <laughs> Never. We tried. Didn't we, though? <laughs> no, I mean, you did. But you took the bait on an obviously... Like I was, I, I planted all the seeds for this to be a complete MacGuffin, and and y'all just—that's not what MacGuffin means. My delicious MacGuffin. Nice no, trip. Sorry, a complete red herring. <laughs> In that it was also a literally red herring. Yes, it was a potential MacGuffin until it was revealed as a red herring. Right. That's true, and the reason I and the reason I even did it was because you like you had said. Right, like, man, this guy gets out of here somehow in the next, like, 24 to 48 hours, right? So, like, right. How, well, how the fuck does he do it? Well, I just explained it to you. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just went running out the back door with a pie. And you'll have no idea and will never know why he was there. The real uh, friends are the potential future antagonists we made along the way. Uh, mm-hmm. He's still a friend in the future. You helped him out. You rescued him from a shitty situation, in fact. Uh, but you know, it's, let's, 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 let's bring it back in here. Okay. Cause, uh, you know, I really need to tell the people that if they like us, they could find us on the internet. They could find us on Twitter at hapless heroes. Zach's been posting up some stuff on there recently. It's been a hoot. Um, you should check that out and engage with us there. But if, if that's not your thing, we're also on other forms of social media, like Instagram and Facebook and Reddit. You can just look for hapless heroes and hapless heroes podcast and I'm going to post a really important poll on Twitter this week. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And as a brief aside, don't forget, you're saying this on the 17th of January. Fred, I know how time works. Just checking. Don't don't edit out your your questioning of my understanding of time. No, I'm going to edit it out because I have the power. That's insulting. It is. I know. We're going to post a poll on Twitter. It's great. (laughs) We're going to do it. It's going to be amazing. Uh, But those places, including our Twitter account, will also have sticky posts and other, you know, or or some some information in the bio or somewhere that you can find a link to our Discord server, which is uh, one of the best places to come and talk and interact with us and join our burgeoning community of like-minded nerds and and such. Um, really encourage you to get involved in the conversation. We've been having an awesome time just like chatting it up, you know, sharing s- stories of like snowstorms and, you know, sharing pictures of our animals and talking about D&D stuff or helping people with like their character building stuff. It's just been great. We've been having a really grand old time and we encourage you to join us there. But if you really like us, you could also leave us a five-star review or rating on the podcast service of your choice. Those help us get more people to listen to this little show of ours and also, you know, helps us know how much you really, truly do really, really like us. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, if you, if, if, if for some reason, you know, you would like to say some kind words, but your podcast service doesn't allow you to, we have a five-star channel on our Discord server where you can leave us a little review or just shoot us an email at haplessheroes at gmail.com. Um, we have another wonderful and fun review from another one of our uh, prestigious listeners, and it's one of our one of our longtime listeners, a, a dear friend of the pod, as they say. Uh, and this comes from Thessy, who's one of our community moderators in our Discord server. Um, and he says, you know, if this is still the only podcast he would recommend to anyone interested in D&D. He's like, I started up Hapless Heroes after I heard about it from a friend in my WoW raid team. 
had only listened to the Adventure Zone before, and boy was I blown away when I started this one up. The rotating DMs help keep it fresh while the cast does their best to keep them on their toes. You're fucking right about that. <laughs> <laughs> they have just the right amount of table talk to make you feel like you are there. Their chemistry really pulls home the fact that this is a group of friends just having fun. There is a great blend of humor and action as the crew tries to save Teldoria and sometimes themselves, net ones, or whatever crazy plan someone came up with through the amazing world David and Friend have built. Definitely worth a listen and the only podcast I make sure to listen to on, on release. Fessy, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for volunteering to be one of our community moderators. Thank you for all you've done and, and all your support over the years. You are a five-star human. Yeah. Five stars. Five stars. Now, if you really, really like us, though, we would encourage you to check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Heroes. Lots of cool rewards on there. And your support helps us keep the lights on, keep this show running, and, you know, invest it back into new equipment. We got Mike a new microphone recently. We got Dave a new yeah. microphone set up recently. You know, um, I'm, I had to get a new laptop because mine crapped the bed, and I do most of my editing on that. So, you know, I, you know, it's, it's it, all of it helps to kind of help just recoup some of those expenses that I would happily pay anyways to support this amazing show because I love doing this because I love hanging out with my friends every week and playing this amazing game together. Um, so thank you to all of our current, future, and past supporters. Your, uh, you've, you've helped us keep this going for the last five years, honestly, and you put the wind in our sails every day. So thank you. Thanks. And if you like us, right now you like us, Sally Field, and the whole deal, assassinate a herring. Specifically a red one. There it is. That's easy. I mean, hell, there's, some of our listeners have probably have done it before by, you know, catching one and cooking it. I think it has to be an important herring. Right, that's what you get say. It has to be like a herring leader, right? Yeah, like, it does. I guess it does. Well, there you go. Find a herring leader and assassinate them. You heard it here first, folks. It'll probably be the one wearing a hat. Yeah, probably. It's always the one with hats. Anyways, I'm going to go ahead and outro this cast and put a cap on this episode by starting from my virtual right with John as Lord Jarrell the Light. Until next time. Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. I've got high hopes. I've got hot fishy pie in the sky <laughs> hopes. <laughs> Nicole as Boris the Butcher. Get a refill, please. <laughs> Zach is pregnant. I'm so confused. Mike is Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. I am not an entourage. <laughs> and Dave as Zero, Valen's Avatar of War. I personally find the bodyguard role to be relaxing. And I'm Francesco. I've been your host in DM. We'll see you next week when hopefully this plan actually goes off. Bye now. Goodbye. 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 See ya.